Forget frequently asked questions. Common sense. Common knowledge. Or Google. How about advice from a real genius? 95% of people in any profession are good enough to be qualified and licensed. 5% go above and beyond. They become very good at what they do. But only 0.1% are real geniuses. Richard Jacobs has made it his life's mission to find them for you. He hunts down and interviews geniuses in every field. Sleep science, cancer, stem cells, ketogenic diets, and more. Here come the geniuses. This is the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Finding Genius Podcast. Uh, My guest is named Braven Grant. Uh, He's the co-founder and CEO of Gains in Bulk, and that's the website too, gainsinbulk.com, G-A-I-N-S-I-N-B-U-L-K.com. So welcome, Braven. Thanks for coming. Absolutely. Thanks, Richard. I appreciate you bringing me on. Yeah, tell me, what's the premise of uh, Gains in Bulk? It sounds like a a muscle-building protein powder company, you know, at first glance. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, it's a little bit of a, a an aggressive name, which is we've kind of adjusted over the years from from what we started as exactly. So I mean, we could dive back into that story, but we're a we're a premium whole food uh, supplement company focused on you know the fitness side of supplements. Mostly, we we have some health stuff, but uh, mostly focused on fitness, helping people win in the gym, and uh, so that they can ultimately you know carry that into the rest of their lives and, and win in life as well. And so. We're most known for a, a creatine product that we brought to the market called Incentized Creatine. It's a, kind of our flagship ingredient that's that's kind of given us a name and then just being a quality third-party tested supplement company is kind of our focus, bringing pe- products that people can really trust. Yeah, what made you uh, start the company? Like, what was your situation when you thought about that? Yeah. Well, I was young, so I, I was I was actually only 17 when we started the company. And it, to be honest, like, I would love to have the perfect, oh, you know, this, uh, all this crazy stuff was happening. And so we, we started this company. In reality, it was, it was two things. It was one, I wanted to be involved in the fitness industry. Like I loved it. You know, I grew up around it. My dad is a very intelligent human being, worked with, you know, a lot of NBA teams and Olympic athletes and stuff. And so I was around health and fitness all growing up. And I kind of wanted to just, get into the space and and uh, kind of find a way to meet a lot of the influencers and people that I thought were pretty cool. And then as well, we start, I started going to expos and the fitness events just to try and like associate and meet those people and found that a lot of the products were uh, very synthetic. This was also back in 2015. So the, the industry was much more synthetic even then than it is now. And so I just felt like there was a, a big gap there and an opportunity. And because my dad had been in, in fitness and, and nutrition uh, my whole life, you know, me and my brother, like we kind of make our own supplements with, with just the bulk ingredients that my dad had had available or would bring home. And, and, uh, that's kind of where the idea came from was like gains in bulk. We were just selling pure raw ingredients in bulk. And so, um, yeah. It was it was kind of honestly more of a, a fun idea, like something we just wanted to do, and that we thought, you know, my naive seventeen year old brain thought, oh, we could we could figure this out, and that's how how the start is. Well, that's the good thing about being young and ambitious. You know, you don't you don't even know how hard it is. You're like, yeah, let's just do it. But <laughs> yeah. that gets you pretty far, so it's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. So, in the spirit of that, what were some of the initial challenges that knocked you up the side of the head? 
that you had to overcome? Yeah. So the original structure, you know, our the idea I had in my head as a 17 year old kid was like, Hey, what if we could sell these bulk ingredients directly to a consumer at like essentially wholesale pricing? Like if we could do enough volume, then, you know, why, why have to have like all the middlemen and, and pieces and, and all that, we can just like cut the price all the way down to wholesale and, and, and give it directly to the consumer at that versus a retail store. I would say the biggest challenge with that was that I did not understand was the reason companies don't do that, I guess, is because there is so much, uh, there's so much cost involved in running a company beyond just the cost of the product. And I didn't understand that. Um, you know, I just thought, oh, the product costs, you know, $10 to make, can we sell for 15? There's $5, you know, a profit we can make not understanding, hey, it's going to cost money to go to this expo or to like get in front of customers or spend money on advertising. And so while we still continue to try and keep really competitive pricing, that was probably the first hurdle we ran into was, okay, we started making sales and then it was like, okay, we're, we're not making money or we're losing money. And then having to raise prices created a challenge of its own. And so anyway, that, that was, I think the first big slap in the face when it came to starting the business yeah i don't think people realize like a lot of people will look at the gross revenue of a company and think oh they're rich they make millions <laughs> well if you have millions uh you know of expenses and you only net a little bit it doesn't really help you very much and i've you know i've heard of some companies making tens or hundreds of millions and losing money yeah like, we've all seen some of them losing billions yeah so it's uh it's not an easy game absolutely and it's it's a very um competitive space as well like supplement space the fitness space and and unfortunately that makes it expensive because you know the influencers they they cost a lot the retail space so luckily we've done a good job of being able to stay direct to consumer which has allowed us to keep our prices very competitive even at the quality we have but without having to you know do as much of the markup stuff that happens once you're in retail and all that so it's just it's but it's a competitive space. So, yeah. So, what are some of the other challenges you faced? You said uh, raising prices was hard. Kind of chuckled at that. What was yeah. that experience like? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, consumers are are not always friendly when <laughs> when uh, you you have to you know make price increases, things like that. And, and those early days, like we're talking like 2017, 2018. But I, I think you know some of the bigger challenges long term is we really started to like establish the brand, establish a company. You know, it's okay, supply chain and managing going from, you know, two to three people managing this thing to a team of 20, 25, uh, 30 people plus now. Those are huge growth moments as a founder that, especially at a young age, I really struggled with. I would say, even just like mentally challenged to like believe, okay, am I really someone who can be in charge of? A team of other people or people older than me or like things like that and so that was challenging personally and then i would say you know there there was kind of a host of challenges in the last couple of years from a supply chain perspective you know covid and the the import export side of things became extremely difficult and and hard on on our business and so i would say those two pieces hiring and growing a team and kind of like moving away from just it being a solo thing as well as learning supply chain, dealing with supply chain difficulties and all that came with the COVID. Right. 
Hey, you mentioned earlier that a lot of the people that produce products in the beginning, they just threw whatever kind of crap in there. Um, if, you know, people in the fitness world are interested in fitness and health, why would they uh, not make good products with good materials? Why would they just throw anything in there? Is it just narcissism or greed? Do you think that drove a lot of them? It's a good question. I would say that the fitness market, more than people would admit, is more concerned about the way someone looks or people that the, the market, the consumer typically is more concerned about how they look than their health, unfortunately. And so oftentimes things like flavor are more important than quality or, you know, even sometimes just plain out getting a result is more important than, Hey, is this product going to be long-term healthy for me? And so I think that's one side of it is that the, the market doesn't necessarily have a desire or need as strongly for quality, healthy ingredients that cost more. A lot of times people are like, I'll just take the cheaper one or I'll take the one that tastes better. But then the other side of it, I would say kind of to what you were saying on the greedy side, like there is, you know, people talk about like the FDA doesn't regulate supplements. Well, the FDA does regulate them. They just regulate them as food. So it's not as strict as drugs, right? Like as like pharmaceuticals. But with that being said, there's kind of ways to avoid that day or get around them. And so some people will choose to profit off that. I actually had a, a recently a buddy of mine who went to buy a, a company, a protein company. I won't use their name, but they, he loved the product, loved their flavor of their protein and all this. And the macros were like the nutrition facts said that the protein was 20 grams of protein and four carbs. Well, when he went into buy the company, they did third-party testing on all the, the products to like make sure like uh, they had all the formulas and all that and came to find out that the product actually had four grams of protein and 20 grams of carbs. Before we continue, I've been personally funding the Finding Genius podcast for four and a half years now, which has led to 2,700 plus interviews of clinicians, researchers, scientists, CEOs, and other amazing people who are working to advance science and improve our lives and our world. Even though this podcast gets 100,000 plus downloads a month, we need your help to reach hundreds of thousands more worldwide. Please visit findinggeniuspodcast.com and click on support us. We have three levels of membership from 10 to $49 a month, including perks such as the ability to see ahead in our interview calendar and ask questions of upcoming guests, transcripts of podcasts you're interested in, the ability to request specific topics or guests, and more. Visit findinggeniuspodcast.com and click support us today. Now back to the show. That's an easy mistake. Uh, yeah, I was cross-eyed <laughs> when I wrote that. Yeah. So pretty much the difference between like a protein powder and, and a cake mix. And so that is, you know, an, an example of a company having the greed or taking advantage of, of maybe they're not being as heavy regulations on the supplement market. So that's some of the things that we've been committed to from the beginning is Hey, you know, we want to find the consumer that is interested in a quality ingredient, that is interested in their health, that isn't willing to sacrifice that. And we're going to kind of take the extra steps necessary, even though we don't have to via, you know, FDA regulations. But for the consumer, we're going to, you know, third party test every single batch of product that, that we create or that comes in to make sure what we're saying is in it, is in it. Right. And so, uh, you can test everything, but. I guess you could test like one in each lot or you could do like, uh, I guess, fractional testing. You test once a, a week or like uh, to what level can you test? Yeah. So let's test every, 
every lot, right? Like, so every batch that gets created, right? So we'll mix a new flavor, for example, like we'll take our instant ice cream and we'll mix a, a sour raspberry flavor or something. And from that mix, you know, we'll take uh, a couple samples from the mix and send that off to a third party lab and they'll test it and they'll come back and, and write that's the result for that lot. So it's every batch of product that gets made. And once a batch is made, it goes into, anyway, we're probably getting a little bit <laughs> into the weeds of it, but goes into uh, like a locked storage area that's essentially a quarantine to make sure that there's nothing else coming in and out that's not been tested, right? So uh, that's kind of the process that we use and that we actually publish the results so that every person who's getting their product, you can hop on our website and see, okay, my lot is this. This was the result. That's great. Uh, that test. Yeah. Did that help consumer confidence a lot? Like what, what kind of feedback do you get on that? Yeah. So it's, I think it's been what's allowed us to just continue to build a strong, steady customer base. Um, I wouldn't say it's like viral or, you know, uh, earth shattering like like i said the the market most consumers aren't thinking about that they're not coming on our website and saying i want to go in and i want to read the third-party testing and make sure that there's no trace metals in here or anything like that but for the people who do care about that like that would i that's who i would say is our ideal customer and the person that we're trying to serve it's absolutely allowed us to build trust with them show them that that we're serious and we care about the things they care about and and it's, I think, what's allowed us to weather some of the storms that's that have taken out other supplement companies over the last couple of years. Yeah, who are your customers? Are they powerlifters? Are they bodybuilders? Like, who tends to buy your stuff and why? Great question. I would say it's actually, you know, I would, by our name, I think people think we're more of a <laughs> bodybuilder, powerlifting company. And we're actually going through a little bit of a, a name adjustment, brand adjustment right now because of that, because we just adjusted since the beginning of the company and understanding our customer better. But our customers really, I would say someone who's more interested in fitness from a lifestyle perspective and really wanting to improve their health, improve their, you know, yeah, they want to improve in the gym and their fitness, but they really want, they use fitness as a tool to improve their life outside the gym as well. So a lot of uh, you know moms, younger moms, dads, people who who have a life outside of of just working out. We do have bodybuilders and a lot of like athletes inside the community, but I would say our, our main demographic is someone who's more using fitness to enhance their lifestyle. So these supplements are they the goal is for people to put on pounds of muscle much faster, or what are the goals of the products? Yeah, so instant ice creatine, like I said, is our number one product. It has, I mean, a whole a whole list of benefits. So the main one is building muscle, right? That's the one that everyone knows it for is you know, building a muscle, but really lean muscle. So if you're wanting to build muscle and burn fat, if you're wanting to increase your strength, also for like an athlete, if you're wanting to be able to uh, you know, perform longer, it's really great for that. So there, you know, we have things when it comes to muscle building, but then we also have things that are just there for your overall performance of life. Like our, our kind of vision statement as a company is we help people win in the gym so they can win in life. And that's really, you know, for me personally, why I go to the gym, why I love fitness is it's less about the gym as a, an end in itself, but really the gym as a means to an end, right? Like a means to serving the other areas of my, our, of my life, like my family and, and my business and things like that. And so um, we have a whole host of, of products that are all, whole food base. So whole food vitamins, whole food uh, minerals, whole food no nootropics, like 
So across the board, whether you're trying to build build muscle, burn fat, if you're just wanting to increase your health and longevity, we kind of have what you need. So, is there any way to do um, affordable testing at home? You know, when you buy a product to to test one of the pills in it, let's say, and see if it's um, it is what they say, or is oh, that like great. a live dream? I would say <laughs> there's probably not a cheap or efficient way to do it like consistently, like to be like, okay, I'm going to test every single product I bring in. Like for example, for us to send it off to a third-party lab um, and just get a simple test back, it's usually, it, it depends a little bit on what we're testing and how many things we're testing for, but like 300 to $600. So that's a full proper test. And then we have what's called a spectrometer, which is like, I would say your at-home version, but that machine itself is a couple of thousand dollars. So it's like, it's not a cheap process, unfortunately. You could probably test for like one thing. Like you could say, okay, I'm going to get a heavy metals test or something like that and do that. But just to be able to test for such a wide range of things and toxins and potential impurities is, I don't know of a way at home. It'd be, it'd be pretty difficult. Okay. So what's, what's the future of uh, the company? What products are you working on now? New ones? We're actually working on this year kind of simplifying the process for consumers. That's something we've done a lot of talking with our customers and, you know, people, they want to, they want to make sure that they can get everything they need without having to take 50 different things. And so there's, you know, that exists on the multivitamin side of things and the like just everyday health stuff, but it, it doesn't exist as much on the, the fitness side. I don't know if it's just a, for a profit perspective or what. And so that's something that we're looking to do more of this year is how can we make it simple where it's like, you're going to get everything you need for your workout, everything you need for uh, recovery, energy, all that, and kind of reducing the product stack, I guess, you need. So doing some work on that, improving the, the ability for people to kind of get everything that they need, as well as in a lot of new flavor concepts. Like our main product in Status Creatine, we have about 10,000 subscribers monthly on that product. And so we're just trying to do things to give them a better experience, different flavor options and and things that uh, can help them switch it up and, and keep the habit. Because at the end of the day, a supplement's just, it's, it's, it's a small step inside of the whole picture of fitness. And so building the habit is is the biggest factor. And so flavors and, and new options and things to really just help customers build and keep that habit. Okay, very good. It was the best way for people to first try out the products? Where can they go? Yeah. So you can just, I mean, they can go to gainsinbulk.com. We have like an offer that we run that's at, they go to go.gainsinbulk.com. So it's just like go period gainsinbulk.com. And, or just like, if you find us on social, you can find that link. And so we have like a starter pack offer where someone can, you know, try the product out first time. We we also have a really good guarantee, basically like, Hey, you can send us back to back <laughs> empty and uh, we'll refund you. It rarely happens, but we we want people to actually be able to try the, try the product, see if it works for them and have the time window they need, not just like 15 days and you're out of luck type of thing. So, Well, very good. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I appreciate you having us on. If you like this podcast, please click the link in the description to subscribe and review us on iTunes. You've been listening to the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs. If you like what you hear, be sure to review and subscribe to the Finding Genius Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And want to be smarter than everybody else? 
Become a premium member at FindingGeniusPodcast.com. This podcast is for information only. No advice of any kind is being given. Any action you take or don't take as a result of listening is your sole responsibility. Consult professionals when advice is needed.